What's going on? It's your man Casanova here with a, uh, just, uh, I'm just doing a commentary, you know, just talk about issues that I see on, uh, latest news. Um, you know, um, I decided to do this because, you know, unfortunately, I feel, you know, last week we lost a great Kobe Bryant and it was definitely, um, impactful to the black community also just all communities whether the basketball community and the uh and the um you know black community and just you know in general it was a loss this is a young man still in the prime of his life uh he retired but he was still in the prime of his life and had so much ahead of him what made this tragedy even worse is that his daughter Gigi was in the helicopter with him and she also died with uh, i believe uh, seven other people and in general it was a very it was a tragedy and um i i've seen this backlash of people trying to capitalize off of his death and um even though there's a lot of examples of it in the media there are two that specifically really get me mad um one is dr umar's comments that kobe's unfortunate accident was a conspiracy big drug company illuminati yeah and also the second was a gail interview with leslie leslie thomas i believe the basketball leslie jones the basketball player i believe I'm sorry if I misquoted her name. And she uh, asked very, what I feel is very inappropriate questions. So let's first start with uh, Dr. Umar. Um, Now, there's been a lot of controversy about Dr. Umar over the years, about his his qualifications, his motives, and things like that. I've never really spoke upon upon it. So, you know, um, I, I don't really... I'm not the type of person to give it to tabloids or anything like that. You know, if that man's out there trying to help the black community and he has his views, that's completely fine. Uh, I've seen a couple of his videos and it seems like regardless of whether I agree with his views or not, they've always been respectable. He's always presented them very respectable. So at the end of the day, I'm not mad about that. Um, what, but you know, this latest comment about the Kobe is very, uh, disturbing to me. And I think, um, the narrative is wrong. And let me explain what I mean by that. Now, every time a celebrity dies, there's always some type of conspiracy theory out there. You go to YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, any social media, Facebook, whatever, and you always see, you know, commentary of, oh, you know, this person died because of this, because of that, you know. Uh, it doesn't matter. The celebrity is always somebody out there that is going to say there's some type of controversy. It was some cover up or conspiracy theory. So that's fine. But this one really bothers me because I think it's very impactful of our culture today. Let me explain. Dr. Umar is always preaching about black power, how we need to grow our communities, how we need to, um, you know, uh, fed for ourselves, support our own businesses and things like that. And a lot, I, I believe 95% of stuff he says, I agree with. 
But this right here really shows a new low for attention. Um, at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what you think, I think the problem is that I don't, I choose not to believe that big pharma companies or whatever chose to get Kobe by killing kids that were on the chopper. There were, I think, two other kids on the chopper with their parents that were going to that basketball game. And um, they were killed. Um, Now, we all know through history of America that, you know, we've had it where people have sacrificed children. Um, Teal, Emmett Teal, um, and other countless young people have been killed um, you know, when we have wars in Iraq, you know, young people are killed, uh, when the bomb, uh, dropped in Hiroshima, I believe that's the name, if I pronounced it wrong, you know, thousands of kids were there and, 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 and there was a fall off. So, so I do understand that like kids have always been sacrificed or been a pride byproduct of us as adults problems or issues. But this right here, I, it was, it was, it was not, it was, it was useless. It was, it, it just didn't make sense. Um, I believe there was a hundred more ways that these companies that wanted, you know, uh, the name Black Mamba or whatever, that they could have gotten Kobe if that was the case. To sacrifice kids in a helicopter, I don't believe anybody wanted that. Also, to sacrifice not only his kid, but also, I mean, if the conspiracy theories are white, are correct, white kids is ridiculous. Also, why in the black community, particularly in the black community, I'm saying it doesn't happen to all communities, but particularly in the black community, why can't we just take a sacrifice, take something that happened? For what it was, it was a tragic accident that happened, whether it was fog or, you know, uh, the pilot error, whatever it was, it's a tragic, it's, it, it's a blow to our community, it's a tragic uh, accident, it's a tragic incident. So why can't we just take it for what it is? But unfortunately, you know, people don't want to say that people don't want to do that. And I really think it's sad that, um, People are pushing me, pushing another. Dr. Umar is very smart, well-spoken. And I really feel that, you know, he picked this time because it's a far-fetched allegation um, with no proof, no facts, no anything. Um, you know, and you know what, what kills it? It's that, you know, this whole Black Mamba name and all these other things have been happening for years. But right now they picked now to kill Kobe. There are a lot of celebrities out there, high profile celebrities like Kobe that are in battles with companies for names and copyrights and, and, and potential money earning things. And they're not going around just killing everybody. Um, and I think Dr. Umar already picked this time to really get more attention to himself. Um, and it's unfortunate that he's using Kobe Bryant as that 
attention, to gain attention. Um, there's nothing that any black person should be saying about Kobe's death that should be in the name of helping our culture. Um, there's no narrative that even fits this. It was a tragic accident of a beloved athlete. And, you know, let the world mourn. Let everybody mourn before you start your conspiracy theories that have no facts. I respected Dr. Umar, but after this, my respect for him has gone low because it seems like even if that is your theory, take time to develop it and get some proof rather than the day after or two days after you, you know, you come with no facts, outrageous theories and ideas. Let people mourn. You say you respect the black community and you want to help grow the black community. But at the end of the day, you're just dividing the black community now by your conspiracy theories. There are people that follow you, that listen to you. Now you created a a conversation, not about, you know, the, the life and legacy of Kobe, but the controversy around his death. Which brings up other controversies and other things about his life. Instead of embrace, just uh, instead of just respecting this time for himself, for his family, the, the tragedy they're going through. They lost not only the husband of the family but a daughter. You know, let them grieve. Let them let them grieve, and then watch what people make moves afterwards. Then you know, maybe a few months from now, it's time for you to say, "Okay, this is my theory. I've seen how people things are moving." But you know, whatever, and and that's fine, and that's your prerogative. Whatever you believe is fine, but let that man die with his legacy intact. Let that man die and have his family mourn. Let the people that love them mourn before you start talking about outrageous, non factual. Conspiracy theories I think that's sad Um, And talking about his legacy This brings me to the next thing Gail (sighs) Gail did an interview with With uh, Leslie Jones I believe Or Leslie uh, The the basketball player The the famous late uh, female basketball player I'm sorry if I messed up her name I think Leslie Jones is the actress of comedian. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> she did an interview with talking about Kobe. And uh, the interview started really well because, you know, uh, Leslie and Kobe were close. And, and you know, they knew each other uh, for many, many years. So she was just asking her opinion of the death and stuff like that. Then she got into this narrative that was, uh, to me, was just despicable. Um, now I understand that part of Kobe's legacy will always be that stain of the rape. Definitely understand it happened. That's fine. You know, and and people are going to talk about it and that's fine. Um, so I do understand her asking the question of, I believe it was, it was around like, don't quote, you know, I'm not doing this word, but it was, the question was pretty much saying, do you think that allegation is going to stain his legacy? And, and, and Leslie really answered it very well. She said, you know, hey, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I've never seen that. But, you know, but then she kept pressing questions like, oh, you you wouldn't see that side of him. Uh, you know, and then, you know, when she was like, well, he's acquitted. Well, he was acquitted because the girl didn't want to press charges as a female. Do you feel, you know, she went, you know, what she did was she tore that man down. At a time of people's grief. Now, Umar tore him down as far as the narrative from grieving 
uh, to something that was crazy. But Gail tore him down in his death on something that really wasn't even relevant. Like that line of questioning isn't isn't even relevant right now. I understand. Like, do you think so? I, you know, even though to me, I still don't think it's appropriate, but I could understand the question. But at the end of the day, she tore that man down and and tried to get Leslie to pretty much say, as a woman, I, I you know, she, she was trying to lead her to try to condemn that. You know, at his time of death, like, you know, uh, as a woman, do you feel you should? I mean, you know, did she want her to respond? Yeah, as a woman, I hate Kobe. I mean, she's trying to lead her to say something negative about Kobe. And now don't get me wrong. I understand these women out here that they feel that, you know, people can't make mistakes or no woman ever lies because, you know, every time a woman says that she's raped or abused, it has to be true. Um even though I don't believe that, um, I believe people are people and people lie. And just because you're a female or a male doesn't make you more likely to tell the truth about sexual assault than anybody else. I don't believe that. I believe that people lie out there uh, for their benefit. Um, I'm not saying that every woman does lie. I'm not saying that every man lies. I'm not saying that every man uh, that is accused of of any type of sexual misconduct didn't do it or not. You know, you know whether the circumstances you tell it years later. You know, I'm not here to debate that. I believe that people lie. People tell the truth all all across the board. But the facts of Kobe's case was that the woman decided not to move forward, not because, uh, you know, because. You know, she was probably because there was just a lack of evidence. That's one. Two, you know, she went to civil court. Like, I always have a problem with people to go to civil court. Because at the end of the day, you know, getting money isn't true justice. As these justice warriors say, <clears throat> you know, if I truly want justice, I'm going to go to trial. I am going to because I want justice from I want justice because you wronged me. You know, you violated my body. So I'm going to take it to trial. I'm not going to dismiss it, but then go to civil court where the the burden of proof is a lot slimmer. So to me, I always question when people those motives that people that do that. And I, like I said, I'm not saying everybody does that has that money motive. It maybe legally is a better strategy. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I always have a problem with people not just women, but people in general that don't want to do the trial, but want to go to civil court for money. You know, um, anybody has been a victim of any type of uh, sexual assault, um, injury or anything like that. Money doesn't solve the problem. You know, um, you know, unless you're going that you have medical bills and, you know, all that. Stuff, I understand. But, you know, money doesn't solve the problem. So if you're thought to be right by somebody that did you wrong on a physical level, harmed you physically, raped you, assaulted you, whatever. If your thought is to say, I'm going to go to civil court for money. I question the thinking of that person, which makes me question the incident. Not saying that couldn't happen, but it just it just raises a red flag. Um, now in no way am I saying that the encounter between Kobe and the girl was not, I don't know. Nobody was there, but them two. 
Um, was there strong ev- evidence that Kobe didn't do it? It was. You know, apparently she had sex right before with her boyfriend. Um, you know, and and she went to Kobe's room for. I, I mean, it was just a whole bunch of stuff that you know, it was like yeah, you know. But Kobe did uh, give a public apology, saying that you know, for him, he thought it was consensual, and I truly. Thought, think that he thought it was. I don't think Kobe went in there to rape. It was, it's never been in his character before or after. So you have to judge, you know, because, you know, I look at, for me, I look at a person's character, how they act overall. Um, was there history of him being violent towards people? Was he a violent basketball player? Was he abusive to his girlfriends? I mean, there was just no history of Kobe before and after being that type of man. Um, but who's to say that one night, maybe he was, I'm not saying that it's not possible, but all we could do is look at the evidence and Kobe before that incident after has never, never showed any type of violence. Even people talking to him never say he was a violent man, uh, aggressive man. Um, so I, I mean, you know, maybe there was miscommunication that night. Um, I'm a guy, you know, a lot of times when you've been with a female, you don't necessarily get the yes. It flows into it. Um, maybe she did feel pressure because he was Kobe Bryant and she didn't want to say no. But then afterwards felt bad. It didn't want. Who knows? Like I said, that night we weren't there. But all I know is that afterward, he the trial didn't go for it. They went to civil court. He said apology saying that I didn't know. I didn't feel, you know, and that's fine. But for back to something I get on tangible, for Gail to bring it up the way she did to try to tarnish his reputation is just very despicable. It's not journalism. It's actually, uh, I think it's being a predator. I think a lot of these journalism are, journalists are predators onto the news and they want to ha- get reactions because for their career um, rather than, um, you know, for their career rather than really get information you know this she's supposed to ask about her thoughts of kobe and his death but it went to a very dark place but let's be honest gail has always been a leech at the end of the day she wanted had only reason she's where she's at because she was oprah's best best friend for years she's always played in the shadow of others and used others to get ahead she did that to oprah she she does it in interviews she has these interviews and she asks questions and she does things to get a reaction for her career she's the type Type of woman that at the end of the day or her own merit has no talent uses others she came up next to oprah used oprah's connections to get where she is today people only mess with gail let's be honest is because she is oprah's friend i thought they were friends i'm not i don't know i don't follow that that situation but you know what i'm saying she 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 uses that friendship for influence because you know we all know oprah's a very powerful woman and let's be up just by association, Oprah's best friend is a powerful woman because that's her best friend. So at the end of the day, she came up not because she has true talent, it's because at the end of the day, she's Oprah's friend. Um, when you look at Gail, like what has she really done? Like there's no talent. Even in her question, when she did the R. Kelly questioning and things like that, she there is no talent there. It's like she wants to be Oprah. And like I said, I don't, I don't, I'm not knocking you also because at the end of the day, she, if Oprah is my friend, I would do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. So I'm in no way trying to, um, you know, I'm in no way trying to bash her for her career. But, you know, 
have have more tech, have more integrity, have more class in your position. You've been put in this position in the media uh, to be in front of these celebrities, asking these questions. You know what I'm saying? Don't be a man hater. You know what I'm saying? Don't jump on the bandwagon, you know, uh, like Oprah did, you know, with Russell Simmons, you know, jumping on the bandwagon of the Me Too movement. You know what I'm saying? I want to see documentaries, you know, don't attack your black people. And it always seems like when a, a black female becomes very successful, her her first argument is to battle, is to, is to, is to down black men because it seems like downing black men, it gives you more power. And it shouldn't be like that. We should be working together to give each other power, uplift lift one another, one another. But instead of attacking the white community or the Asian community or any other community, we attack our own community, which helps us out. And that's really a, a, what Gail did. She was attacking Kobe rather than asking questions to Leslie. She wanted a female ally against Kobe rather than talk about the legacy of Kobe talk about her feelings uh, Leslie's feelings about it she wanted an ally in her narrative of men are bad so I really think it was deplorable the interview and the line of questions but Gail has shown a history Gail and Oprah have shown a history of you know when it's convenient for them to uh, you know let me not make this about Oprah because at the end of the day that has nothing to do with this Gail has made a history of passion other black men to lift herself up. I want to see the interview uh Bernie Weinstein. I want to see the interview and documentary. I want to see the interview with, you know, Charlie Sheen. I want to see the interview with Robbie Daly Jr. I want to see the interview with all these white men of power that have abused uh had allegations of rape. I want to see that on the front. Yo, fair is fair. If you're going to attack black men for things they did, whether they did it or not, if you're going to attack them, yo, let's keep that same energy with all other races. Let's keep that same energy. You know, um, one thing I can say about Dr. Umar is that he does go on everybody. You know, he does. I just don't like this one particular thing he did. But in general, he goes against everybody. You know, he he calls out uh, systemic racism. He calls out uh, people. He calls out everybody. So I, I give him that. You know what I'm saying? But Gail has a history of purposely targeting black men. For her career. And at the end of the day, you know, if you are a true journalist, Gail, then go after all men that abuse women. Not he say, she say, not technicality, technicalities. Go after everybody. Fair is fair. If is if you are a woman that's against men abusing women sexually, physically, workplace rights, I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm completely with you on that, but go across the board. Sexual abuse against women, workplace abuse against women, all that. It's not a black male issue. It's a male issue. Toxic masculinity is not a black male issue. It's a male issue. And last I knew, being a male, it comes in all different races. So let's keep that narrative the same for everybody. You know, um, Kobe's death was very tragic. 
I, you know, and, you know, regardless of everybody makes mistakes or goes through journeys. I know I have myself in my life. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, just, you know, understand that, you know, the male, the black male in our, in this world is already criminalized, you know, from images and just movies, music, stuff like that. Our image is very negative in the public life. So at the end of the day, when we say or do things or things happen to us, they take it differently than it's of, of our, uh, male counterparts in other races that they do with us. Um, so at the end of the day, I understand that my, myself, I've been through several situations where, uh, things I've said or things I've done have been taken out of content. And, and, you know, I've had, I had a recent situation where I said a general comment and somebody felt uncomfortable and, and thought I was that it, they, they felt threatened, even though it wasn't a threatening situation. It wasn't even a threatening comment. It was a, a comment that people say every single day, but because I'm a black male for, it was taken for me as a threat compared to my uh, white counterparts or Asian counterparts or, Whatever counterparts, it's not taken that way. So in America, us black men are already uh, criminalized. But, you know, we need to stop the narrative. Gail needs to stop the narrative. Dr. Umar, you need to stop the narrative that when a black successful man dies, it has to be a conspiracy. You know, I think that's a bad narrative too. It's it's like an excuse. You know, it. You know, on one end, we don't want to, we don't need approval from people as a culture, but we still do need to be on the same playing field. And if every time one of our celebrities die, it's because the white man killed us. That's narrative that's dangerous. And at the end of the day, it it, it looks like oh, see, the black people can't even die right. You know, every time they die, it has to be the white person. You know. The narrative may be true as far as systemic racism and things like that. That may be a true narrative, but let's be careful of the narrative of every time something tragic happens to us. It has to be the cause of a white man or or big corporate companies, you know, because now it's it's always this is this victimized uh, uh, mentality that. Outside races look at all oh, uses slavery, you know, whether it's true or not, if we, you know, what I'm saying we can't reinforce stereotypes that we are always victims. Every time something happens to a black man is because of some type of conspiracy theory, uh, white supremacy and things like that. <clears throat> Does that happen? Yes. But sometimes tragedy happens in our community. Kobe was clearly a tragedy. And maybe maybe I'm naive in the bigger picture of life, but I refuse to think that any corporate company to get a black mamba name or any other thing is going to purposely say, "Okay, we're going to kill kids as well. I I just don't believe that, you know, I I don't want to believe that because at the end of the day, if I believe that, then my faith in humanity as a whole is gone. Um, So I choose just not to believe that. I I just choose not to believe that narrative. You know, maybe it's true. Maybe there's some guys in robes, not KKK robes, but some Illuminati robes and said, you know, I, you know, maybe, you know what I'm saying? A lot of crazy things have happened in this world. But for me, I choose not to believe that. I choose to believe, I choose not to believe that there are people out there that, willingly and knowingly said let's kill 
not only Kobe, but these kids and this family had nothing to do with it. I'm sure there was other ways to make that happen. You know, um, yeah, I just choose not to. <clears throat> but I uh, appreciate y'all listening to me. I'm going to try to do uh, pretty much uh, this is going to be a new podcast course. Uh, hmm, what's a good name for this? Casanova's Thoughts. Nova's Corner. Um, I don't know. But you, you'll see the name when I put it up. Um, but thank you. And every few days I'll be putting up my uh, thoughts about what's going on in the media. And um, this will be one of of uh, three podcasts. This is my third podcast I'll be starting. Uh, let's let's be great together. It's talking about business and uh, giving uh, business advice. Uh, my uh, minute advice is quick minute advice on everything in general. So it's just a minute, a minute to five minutes of this. And then I have this right here, which is about a half an hour podcast, which will be uh, just about uh, entertainment news and, and what's going on in the media. Um, you could catch me at castingoverwilliams.com where you can hear and see um, my videos and you could see my, uh, and you can hear my podcast, castingoverwilliams.com. Uh, if you want to follow me and my companies, uh, societyentertainment.com, where you could uh, check out my network. I have a radio station, online radio station called The Culture Radio. I have an a, a online streaming TV um, station that I've started called TheCulture.tv, which you can catch at TheCulture.tv. Um, also, uh, my podcast hosting and distribution company called TheCulturePlay.com. Uh, so, um I am a media person that owns media companies. Uh, So thank you for listening and uh, until next time.